<laughs> How are you gonna do a weed show with no weed, Rob? Yeah, that's not gonna work. High Mystery. Trick or treat. You're so neat. Give me something good to eat. Oh. Nuts and candy, fruit and gum. I'll go away if you give me some. Trick or treat, smell my feet. I know you'll give us lots of treats. Not too big, not too small. Maybe the size of Montreal. Trick or treat, trick or treat. Give me something nice to eat. If you don't, we don't care. We'll pull down your underwear. Don't do that. Get off my mat. I'm busy smoking weed and listening to High Mystery, the podcast. The podcast where they get high and they talk about mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> Is somebody on somebody's porch telling them all this? <laughs> they are. And my response, or their response, is to get off their mat because they're smoking weed and listening to us. Oh, I see. I see what's going on. All right. That was their call. Yeah, that, that was the call. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the people at home right. who's, upon whose door these kids yes. were knocking. And they yes. were stoned, so they could only come up with that one rhyme of get off, don't do that, get off my mat. Okay. And they yeah. can't do it anymore. So. You know, you should just turn your lights off uh, on Halloween if you're not expecting to give candy to kids. Yeah, I yeah. guess. That's just a good... Uh, what if you want to see things? You just want to see... Like be able to like walk down the stairs or whatever? Yeah, exactly. No, no, I mean turn off your porch lights. Um, yeah. Well, what if you have... There's stairs on your porch. Yeah, what you if you really like the faces of disappointed kids? <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, then, you know. You didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah. Then you just, uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess keep doing what you're doing. Look out here, honey. Look how disappointed they are. <laughs> Look at their morbid little faces. Look, this one's going to cry. You're going to cry, aren't you? <laughs> it's all right, kids. Crying is totally acceptable. Don't listen to society. <laughs> and they're. Yeah, the show your emotions. Yes. <laughs> we, we. We try to hide our emotions too much. All right, have a good night. Enjoy your trick, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you haven't figured it out by now, yeah. you're listening to High Mystery, the podcast. Yeah. The podcast where we get stoned and you hopefully get stoned too. And then we talk about mysteries and you listen to us talk about mysteries. <laughs> and if you weren't aware of that at this point, like you may have imbibed too much already. <laughs> I mean, that's a drinking term, but <laughs> you may have gone too hard. You might've oversmoked. Mm -hmm. Cause right. this is high mystery. Trickled down that edible track. You didn't feel anything the first 20 minutes. So you had like 10 more edibles and now, now you don't know what's what. Yeah. Uh, for high mystery, the podcast, I'm Tristan. I'm Robert. I'm Colin. Yes. And it's October, y'all. It's a spooky month. That means for everyone who hasn't already started celebrating, it's now socially acceptable for all of us <laughs> to start celebrating Halloween. Yeah, the, the original release date of the pumpkin spice latte, uh, <laughs> October 1st, has come and gone. It's officially spooky month. Yeah, so welcome. Welcome October. It came so fast and so slow. This year has been a whirlwind, y'all. Mm -hmm. uh, I should say uh, it's the two-year anniversary of this show. Oh, shit. Too I bad. should have done something better than what I'm about to do. Oh, oh, <laughs> I mean, I think it actually might be tomorrow or something like that. But two years. Well, then, yeah. I don't feel beholden to anymore. Yeah. It's too bad we're not going to Comic-Con this year. Yeah. Hey. Promote. I mean, couldn't we all just go as ninjas or something wearing a face mask? Uh, there's going to be a lot of ninjas this Halloween. Right. It's a Naruto Comic-Con. <laughs> I'm wearing sure. my Naruto jacket. <laughs> I feel like they're not having Comic-Con. <laughs> no, what about a yeah, virtual yeah. Comic Con where everyone just sits oh. at home wearing their costumes and then attends the seminars or whatever? That they, might be kind of cool. Actually. They just let people in one at a time into Comic Con. <laughs> that would be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> Buy your stuff, look around, then get out. Man, Artist Alley is barren. <laughs> you, you, that would be the longest. Like you'd you'd have a long ass line of people like, come on, right? come on. You've seen all that you need to see. Let's go. Buy your artist alley shit and get out. I could see it also as like, uh, I don't know, anyone remember the Toys R Us toy runs where they were given like a certain oh, amount yes. of time to just of run down the course. aisles and pile shit into their yes. cart. And oh, yeah, they were able to get the time limit. They were able to keep. Yes. <laughs> so do that. Thought yeah. about it all the time when I was a kid. Same. I was like, oh, I would <laughs> run over to the electronics and just grab all the paper tabs that represent those electronics 
and the, cash in on all of those. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, that's the money right there. Yeah. But, you know, there's other stuff you got to get. Sure. I mean, I was thinking sh- straight up action figures, uh, you know, all the Ninja Turtles toys, because there's so many to collect and so many I didn't have. Also, I had this brilliant technique in mind where I would stand behind the cart and I would like make a circle with my arms and put one of those into the aisle. So as I ran, it would kind of just like funnel yeah, all yeah. the stuff. And I never, mm-hmm. why do, why are people picking and choosing? Just grab it all. No, no, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would go for the Star Wars section, the Lego section. See, I would get things that increase in value. All your electronics. If you, get it, if you get it all, it all increases in value. Not electronics, not no, video games. You don't think if you had an original PlayStation or original Nintendo that, that you could sell that for anything right now? You could sell it for a little bit, but it's like garage sale prices. That, I mean, like 50 bucks. It out of the box, never opened Nintendo. You got <laughs> 10 of them. You're not using all 10 of the Nintendos. <laughs> okay, yeah. Now, an in the box Nintendo is probably worth something now. But when we were doing toy runs at that age, in the box Nintendos were not selling in the stores. Yeah, yeah you'd have like <laughs> just your cart would be full of like Nintendo in Entertainment. Yeah, and yeah. you wouldn't be able to play only but one. And you'd just be <laughs> selling all your stuff on eBay that yeah. didn't exist until about 10 years later. Anyway, yeah, Star exactly. Wars toys, <laughs> Star Wars toys, Legos. That's that's the aisles I'd be going to hard. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I should have been going to, but that's not what I liked as a kid. Go yeah. grab a power wheel and then just drive down all the aisles. Oh, like, oh yeah, I mean I, I would lose a lot of time and like investment on the X Men section, yeah. and like I would come back with a ton of those X Men cards, which are worth absolutely nothing <laughs> except for the sentimental value which i still have them all so. sure my my uh my x-men cards got uh soaked in punch so. <laughs> clearly did not have the laminate no i did i did i i had the whole book and everything i guess uh i think my mom just spilled some drink on it and well, if it goes in from the top, you're screwed. You know, yeah, because they're all open on the, all the yeah exactly sleeves are open on the top. Yeah, this is so funny. Like kids these days will never know this, probably unless they're like weird collectors. Yeah, exactly. Eighties, like, but even then, like all the stuff that's marketed to them these days is mostly like digital stuff and content driven stuff. Mm-hmm. That's true. Not, they'll never understand what it meant to hold a physical thing in your hand after uh, purchase or a TV show like released. Solely to sell action figures like yes. Street right. Sharks. <laughs> I mean, I had Street Shark. It, I had it every Street Shark, shark my friend. <laughs> Even like the the uh, which one? The uh, oh god, there was like a limited edition whale shark. I feel oh, like or something. Whale shark. Yeah, it didn't last very long. It was like one episode whale shark character or something. Mm-hmm. I'd be down for a remake of Whale Shark. Not whale <laughs> Street, shark, Street Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. this is not the podcast about no. Toys R Us shopping spree. <laughs> oh, <laughs> reminiscing. Or 80s and 90s uh, paraphernalia. This is the Halloween edition of our podcast. Yeah. Sure. We're going to smoke weed? We are. Thank you for reminding me. I have a track. <laughs> We're so off track. I forgot. All about this. <laughs> We're not even high yet, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, I have my uh, creme. Uh, again, again, it's the okay. uh, infused pre-roll, 1.3 grams, and then it's uh, hand-dipped in hash oil and keef. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Nice. I've, I've been enjoying When I got this in my nug box and I saw that there are four, I was like, next four podcasts on lock. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, Alaska brand premium cannabis flower and this is their strain daytime uh it's got 23 percent thc nice and i'm smoking it out of my bong smog mm. smog classic yes i've been with you longer than most furniture and i feel like other things that is true <laughs> i've had this bong here for almost 15 years something like that um, like 14 years probably that's been across state lines yeah it's true it has it's traveled cross country (laughs) i've got a uh high hemp rep that has some grizzly peak brand cannabis it is the sumo smash it's got uh 22 thc if you listen to our patreon i will be smoking that later (laughs) (laughs) let us gently touch our tips 
We got a bowl and another thing. Boom. Everyone at home, you know how to do it. <laughs> you know how to do it. Smoke that weed. Flame on. Man, it'd be so easy to have your lighter if you were the uh, human torch. Right? Or <coughs> a witch. I've been watching uh, American Horror Story again from the beginning, and we just finished the uh, the Coven and our on Freak show again. Um, okay. But yeah, Coven, what, she did that one time, lit a, a cigarette or something with her little firepower. Yeah. Also, she made herself, like, a hot bath, and I was like, oh, could you imagine that? Like, going out and finding any, like, pool of water, and you got a hot hot spring, hot bath type Yeah, situation. I wish I could do that with my pool outside, because I fill it with groundwater, and then it's, like, 48 degrees for the next three days until it finally warms up. You got to uh, tap into your magic skills, get a book of magic. I should have sold my soul to the devil a long time ago. Yeah, we got to take a trip out to uh, <laughs> the, crossroads. the Crossroads. The Crossroads is a very literal, actual place, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. uh, it's, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> we'll just re-listen to our own Yeah. It's, uh, you know, in the South. <laughs> yeah. In so, Alabama or Mississippi or something. Something like that. The deep South. <laughs> deep South. Uh, where they say, I do declare we are in the deep Deep sound. <laughs> People declare a lot of stuff. They sure do. Yes, uh, sweetheart. So what's your mystery? It's uh, definitely things that we have covered before. Is this a hole? <laughs> it I feels don't... like a hole. It smells it's, like it's a hole. hole. <laughs> it's, it's hole adjacent because I didn't do it. With oh, it's the... next to Tristan's hole. Yeah. <laughs> it's tucked in a crevice of the puckered hole. <laughs> it's kitty corner it's... to Tristan's hole. <laughs> it's Tristan's mole. Exactly. It's, it's not quite in the hole, yeah. but it's nearby. <laughs> yeah, because you should probably have a doctor look at it. <laughs> I did not go back and re-listen to our last Halloween episode, so I don't oh. know for sure if we talked about any of this oh. stuff, but I feel like we did. And okay. a lot of time has passed, a lot of weed has been smoked, so to refresh and get us on the holiday spirit, I figured why not retouch upon these things that we may or may not have covered. Already. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, we'll be the uh, authority on whether or not we've covered it. Okay. Let us continue then. Yeah, yes. We'll try to remember stuff from yeah. the video. Uh, and, you know, if you're watching the Twitch and you remembers, let me know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will start with the saying, trick or treat, smell my feet. Apparently there are a few renditions. Some people know it, trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. Yep. If yeah. you don't, I won't be sad. What? <coughs> I won't be sad. I'll just make you wish you had. Okay. No, I, I've always known. Yeah. I didn't know the naughty bit, which makes sense. Cause like, why would parents teach that to their kids? Okay, but people also know it as trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. If you don't, I don't care. I'll pull down your underwear. I've heard that. That one. Uh, <laughs> there's the trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. Not too big, not too small, just the size of Montreal. Yeah, okay. You just said that one before, earlier. Well, I had not heard that either. That was part of the longest one I found. So the longest one I found I did at the top of the show, which was like, I felt like a conglomeration of like all yeah of them. um yeah it's <laughs> a nice bong, bong sound effects there <laughs> we almost started the show <laughs> <laughs> we almost uh, opened the show with bong went back when, oh, we, yeah, were back when, when we were trying to figure out what we were going to do i like what we said about oh yeah no Chris, uh, shout out to Chris who I created that. I don't like oh, it damn. at all. <laughs> and shout out to Ariana for being the voice. Providing the voice, yeah. the sultry voice. I hate our intro. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell. I'm kidding. Yes, yes, yes. I love our intro. I had a lot of say when it happened, I feel like. <laughs> so this might be the greatest mystery of all Halloween mysteries because I could not find Jack Diddley on it. On where that rhyme comes from. Yeah, literally scouring the web for hours to no avail, like to the point where I was like, I'm putting way too much time into this. Yeah, I kind of like that. Like, I like huh. that it's literally just spoken word. That is the only way 
that this sort of thing has come about? Like, it's not necessarily written down somewhere. I don't know. The most notable thing, like, if you Google it, uh, the thing that pops up the most is Monty Harper's song, Trick or Treat, Smell My Feet, from Holiday Madness album or the Green, the Great Green Squishy Mean concert huh? CD. Okay. <laughs> wow. Sounds like a fun artist. This that's guy sure. made money. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, obviously I imagine that the one that talks about Montreal originated in Canada. Uh, sure. Canadians say it, and <clears throat> they didn't know why they said it. You know, I didn't know why I said it. Yeah. Except for the fact that, yeah, I want candy, and if you don't, I'll... Tr- Egg your house or whatever. Uh, I, mean, anybody, I never really did that, but that, no, you know, really. that's what it was implying. Would anybody be upset if they gave you a treat as big as Montreal? It'd be like, wow, I'm part of the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> Somebody made a whoopie pie the size of Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> What's this whole thing like, not too big, not too small? You know, let it be as big as it is, kid. <laughs> well, maybe that's the point. Like, if it was the size of Africa, that would be too big. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, technically, but also you'd see, you know, something amazing. I mean, maybe it was, <laughs> maybe it was a back and forth where the person was like, "Well, not too big," and they were like, "Well, not too small." Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the size of Montreal. <laughs> I guess I never really stopped to look at a map to see like if Montreal was big or not. Like, is it a small, medium-sized well, town? I don't know. Canada, let us know what's <laughs> up. I know you're listening. Yeah, ours would say. be the size of Rhode Island or the size of... Texas. Texas. Texas, yeah. Texas if it's big. If it's yeah. big. I mean, I think that was the whole point. Like, I know when I went trick-or-treating, the point was to find the rich people who were giving out king-size candy bars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or just regular-sized. <laughs> there was a specific street there in my were. Home. Were there small candy bars back when we were? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh, just yes. not normal and king size. Wait, what do you mean? No, no, there were mini. Oh yeah, I got mini all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think the minis Fun were size. slightly bigger than. Okay. I I feel like you got like an actual stick of Milky Way or Snickers instead of a square. Okay. So I feel like they were a little bit bigger back when I was a kid, but I could be misremembering. Everything is bigger when you're really. Small and excited. Yeah, about like small the smallest morsel. Right. There's a really funny thing where BJ Novak, who plays Ryan on The Office, was talking about Kinder Eggs and how they had gotten smaller over the years. And he even like tweeted about it. Oh. And Kinder was like, no, you've just grown up. You've gotten bigger over you time. You silly goose. He, yeah. went, he went back into like an Easter basket that he had from like 20 years ago and found a Kinder Egg from when he was a kid and put it next to modern Kinder Eggs and they're significantly smaller. Boom! There have been significant shortages in like the global chocolate supply and so over time they've had to thin it. I and mean, change it comes things. from cacao, which needs luxurious rainforest yep. to grow properly. And it takes a ton of time to make a proper little bit of uh, chocolate. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. Could did, be. Did Kinder ever respond to this? <clears throat> it was... I saw when he did it. He did it on, like, Conan or something like wow. that. Wow. I don't know if they said after the fact. I want to I want to look right. up that How Twitter. You... I'm going to hound Kinder. <laughs> liars! Liars! <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they got it after that because, you know, it was... Couldn't have been more clear. Right. But you can definitely find that little video on YouTube. Oh, unless wow. Kinder has silenced the internet. <laughs> they scrub the internet, Kinder. We have a problem with the internet. <laughs> uh, so I did find one other guy who went down the rabbit hole even further than I did. So he must have been scouring the internet for like days. Um, and so all he could come up with was that trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat, is noted as early as 1966 in the Keystone Folklore Quarterly. Oh, Quarterly. Oh, okay. Keystone Quarterly. Yes, the Keystone Folklore Quarterly. And when when was this? Uh, That was in 1966. And as for the further extensions involving the pulling down of underwear, uh, he can only date that back to his childhood in the 1970s. Okay. So who knows? Okay, so the OG one was the trick-or-treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. Yeah. And that was 66, as early as published. Right. But the... 
pull down the underwear and he remembers the from seventies yeah. on. All right. But I mean, I, how do you know how long people have been trick or treating? I do. I will. I will okay. Yeah. That. Sure. 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 I figured. I mean, to leave it out would just be reckless. Yeah, it, it would. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's like God. I hope I cover. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep keep talking bad about it. <laughs> uh, this is why we do our research in Bluestone. Uh, it's like someone else did it. <laughs> so I can't be blamed for what this version myself did or did not do. So it had Halloween itself has roots in pagan beliefs dating back about two thousand years. Okay. So it starts with like the Druid religion, which was pra- practiced by ancient Celtic tribes and populated that populated Ireland and parts of Europe. Ah, uh, yes, yes, the Druids. Yes, the yes, Highlanders. The magical Druids. There can only be one. Highlanders exist. Yeah, <laughs> but not the Highlanders that behead people to live forever. Whoa, that's a mystery for another <laughs> The religion worshipped Soin. It looks like Samhain, but it's not. It's Soin. Okay. Wait. Just so you're in the okay. know and you don't pronounce it incorrectly. And so when she or she was like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> They'd just be laughing silently to themselves. It was like a little cuck- chuckle. Little yeah. <laughs> yeah. Normally they cackle when they're laughing really hard, but yeah. when it's just kind of funny yeah. to them. Welcome to the witch school of cackling. <laughs> I've been a witch for 30 years. <laughs> I'm here to tell you the ins and outs of witching. You will be judged on your cackling. Abilities. Go, cackle, now. <laughs> I didn't believe it for a second. You're going to have to work on that. It's definitely <laughs> a first year cackle. Fuck <laughs> up, Isabella. <laughs> <laughs> Too stereotypical. I needed to come up with something original. Original cackle that I didn't have in me at the time. That cackle didn't come from your soul. It definitely did not. It was a restrained cackle. Came from, came from your brain. <laughs> it's got to find you, not the other way around. This is true. Uh, so, Soin is actually the Lord of Darkness. Uh, oh, wow. Some writings also speak of Soin as the Lord of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today, scholars suggest that this <laughs> is... Incorrect. Okay. The Druid New Year begins on November 1st. It is also known as the Feast of Sowen. The Celts only recognize summer and winter seasons. So literally translated, Sowen means summer's end. Oh, okay. At this time, the hours of nighttime were growing significantly over the hours of sunlight. So hence, the Lord... Soin reigned over the long winter months as the influence of the sun god and the summer seasons, which is like Beltane. That's that's the name of the the summer one. <laughs> so they don't have like a spring and fall. No, they just got they just Beltane summer and winter. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, the difference between night winning and day winning. Yeah, Soin and Beltane. Okay. Uh, so Soin influences. It grows with the increase in the hours of darkness. Sure. And he can only roam the earth during the hours of the darkness. So presumably as time goes, he gets more powerful. Yeah. He's got more time to run around and go, hee 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 that's right. <laughs> you thought the sun would stop me, but not today. I'm the master of nine time. <laughs> I like Sean. He seems fun. You sure. know, I definitely listened to his song in the musical. <laughs> uh, so the Druids New Year's Eve was Halloween, also oh. called Hollow Mass. Okay. Uh, the Druids believe that on this night, all the people who died in the past years would rise up and search for the passageway to the netherworld. Oh, nice. So, so it's like Day of the Dead. Yeah. Very similar. Okay. On okay. Uh, this night, the passageway, or veil, as 
the <coughs> spirituals will say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those spirituals having a different word for everything. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, the veil between both worlds was the thinnest. So Lord Stowen would roam the earth in search of the souls to capture them and take them to his world of darkness. I so mean, I just thought that November 1st or October 31st was the beginning of when the nighttime is winning over the daytime, but it's not truly the longest night. That's no, solstice. Yeah, no, it's probably more like about the balance being struck and sort of the first time like evil has enough power to pull yeah, the okay. souls back to the earth or whatever. Right, and or so that it's gaining power or that it is yeah. moving in that yeah. direction. It's, like, it's the first night where it's like, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <you> know? <laughs> well, they, they've probably uh, hit their quota, you know, pretty early exactly. on. Exactly. By, by winter solstice, they're chilling. Yeah, this is a great quarter for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've had all this time to lounge about in the dark, you know. And <laughs> with the thin veil... You know, all the spirits are making a mad dash for uh, the underworld and not being trapped in the darkness with sure with someone. If you if he like he's like, nah, you're staying with me. Uh, <laughs> huh. All right. Yeah. <coughs> the druids. This is a song about the druids. <laughs> Everyone gather around. Open your hearts and minds. <laughs> there would definitely be a drum circle for sure. Druids. <laughs> I can't even do a song about druids. It sounds too funny. <laughs> yeah. We did it, y'all. We found something that a college <laughs> In the High Mystery musical, there will be a druid song. <laughs> That's right. I'm just really fucking up a lot for yeah. rehearsal. <laughs> this will be Tristan's time to shine. I'll keep saying. I'll, <laughs> I'll keep saying. I'm going to do it on the night. I'm going to do it on the night. <laughs> So fires and uh, lantern candles were also lit to mimic the sun and hold back the dark of the oncoming winter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Make your own light. That's right. We have that ability as humans. Yeah. That's why we Doing make candles right and pumpkins. Uh, yeah. That's also... Um, I'll talk about that. <laughs> when he talks about the first Halloween, yeah, it's yeah, coming. Yeah, oh, yeah, I cannot. No, it was the first trick or treating. The first trick or treating, yeah, not the first Halloween. God, I can't remember your own questions, Rob. <laughs> You're right, I'm stoned. Uh, so the dead and departed relatives played a central role in the tradition as the connection between the living and the dead was believed stronger on or at the Sowin. Okay. Uh, and there was a chance to communicate. So souls of the deceased were thought to return to their homes and feasts were held, uh, places, tables were set uh, to welcome them home. So food and drink was often offered to the unpredictable spirits and fairies to ensure continued health and good fortune. Wow, Grandma, it's so great to see you. Cut your hair. <laughs> but we've got you this roast. <laughs> All right, you're okay. <laughs> I mean, essentially, it's like Thanksgiving. Yeah. You're just setting yeah. a table of food on one night, you know, for for company to come and feast. Yeah, I guess if you also did Thanksgiving and you were like, let's honor all our deceased relatives and remember them and be thankful for all that they were done for us. And yeah, it, us. it's very Dia de los Muertos for mm-hmm. sure, which I'm wondering about the roots of that now too. I, I feel like all holidays are just about gathering people around and feasting. Yeah, and that's, uh, so, pretty, yeah, that's pretty important. Pretty too. standard. So, I, mean, I can't think of the one. It's just a celebration in general. It's like, I've got this house full of people or, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but nowadays it's kind of funny. The one holiday that's not really about that is Halloween, where you know you don't have to fix a meal for anybody. You're just handing out candy to kids. Yeah, but I mean, the Halloween party is standard. Yeah, like, sure. There's a classic Halloween party. Yeah, like there's always parties, and usually a lot of them around before and like on the day. So yeah, I guess that is. That You're is right. True. It's not like sitting at a table. So, it's more like, I don't have to cook anything yeah, <laughs> for Halloween. Yeah. I will, but I don't have to. <laughs> sure. I mean, technically, you don't have to cook anything for 
at any time. And I feel social <laughs> obligation just means that I have to cook something for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sure. makes sense. Yeah. You, you got people coming to your house or you're going to somebody's house. Yeah. It, it just makes sense that you cook something. Well, I mean, that's, I feel like that's just any hosting. Yeah, like absolutely. If we're gonna have hosting in general, over, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless of the, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. certainly <laughs> Halloween took aspects of darkness, black color, evil spirits, and people rising from the dead and roaming the earth on this night. These themes of Halloween are all common within this religion. Uh, and then Soen saw a metamorphosis due to the early church. Okay. Oh, like when Catholicism came to them. Yeah, they yeah. changed the meaning of Halloween. Yeah, so as a result of their efforts to wipe out pagan holidays, such as Soen, the Christians uh, succeeded in efforts <laughs> major transformation in 601 AD. Pope Gregory I issued a now famous uh, message to his missionaries concerning the native beliefs and customs of the peoples he had hoped to convert. So rather than try to uh, obliterate the native people's customs and beliefs, the Pope instructed his missionaries to use them. Uh, okay. Saying that if a group of people worshipped a tree rather than cut it down, he advised them to concentrate, consen, consecrate, consecrate, consecrate it to the to Christ and allow its continued worship. So, like, it's like, oh, you want to worship this tree? Well, now this is God's tree. So if you worship the tree, you're worshiping God. Gotcha. I mean, <laughs> you could see it that way, but I kind of thought of it more as, like, inclusion. You know sure. what I mean? Like, keeping what they already have important to them and being like, this can also be in service to this God. Of course, because it's what it was. It was right. about obliterating the right. religion. That definitely was not the undertone behind... But when I consider, like, how long ago this was, that's actually, like, super progressive. Right, instead of just being like, oh, we'll just kill them. And it's actually, like, <laughs> I feel like the same thing the Roman Empire did that made them so successful was they didn't just conquer people. They made them Romans. Mm -hmm. Same with Khaleesi? Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. La Madre, La Madre, or whatever yes. it was. Uh, in the 12th century... Misa, that's what it was. Go ahead. <laughs> in the 12th century, holy days of obligation across Europe involved town criers <laughs> dressed in all black, ringing wonderful <coughs> bells and calling on Christians to remember the poor souls of the dead. Uh, special soul cakes would be baked and shared. I soul have cakes, no idea huh? what that is. I don't know. Or sounds, how good it is. It sounds fluffy and light. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine like angel cake, but yeah, maybe they like Used coal to make it black. Or like cloud bread or something. Bunt cake. Yeah. I don't know. But the custom of souling was shared in England, <laughs> Germany, Belgium, Austria, and Italy, and is thought to be the earliest uh, precursor of trick-or-treating. Uh -huh. uh, Damn soul bread. That's way back in what year? 12th century. 12th century. Damn. So, so they would go house to house and get a little bread. A little soul bread. Okay. Okay. Wow. And That's this cool. was uh, just in the... That in was Germany? in England, Germany, Belgium, Austria, and Italy. So it was like just kind of a wildfire thing. It was yeah. like the Beatles yeah. almost. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Halloween sudden, is like of, the Beatles. All yes. of a sudden, all of Europe wanted to have a taste. Right. And then America was like, what are they doing over there? Because it looks pretty sweet. <laughs> and they were like, we should walk door to door and give each other bread. That's true. So then... Halloween likely happened in America, uh, probably not when Columbus came over here, but with I mean, the earlier uh, settlers, probably was yeah. celebrated in Roanoke. Yeah, I would say it was absolutely with the first people because it was already ingrained in them to do that yeah. every year by the time they got there. Their ancestors had been doing it for, you know, 250 years at that point. So definitely. Yeah. Uh, eventually, uh, mumming and gauzing and like dressing up, I guess, going door to door in disguise and performing for exchange for treats or oh, food okay. was taken up in a depiction of the ancient customs and pranks were a way of confounding evil spirits. Oh. So pranks that so in date as far back as 1736 in Scotland. 
and Ireland. And that led the Sowen being dubbed Mischievous Knight as well. Uh-huh. That's where you can, you know, toss uh, rolls of toilet paper over people's houses. Because really what you're doing is you're scaring off the spirits by well, being a little bastard. I was going to say, it sounds like originally it, That's was, what it was. Yeah, like what were those pranks? I'd love to know. I think like, it's like, you know... I, they probably didn't have those little poppers back then, but I imagine it's like equivalent today. You have little poppers, you're like, plop, 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 plop. You know, just make a little noise, make a little ruckus. Like, sure, and scare the spirits <laughs> off. Whack a stick on the ground. Oh, they're going to be a See, hooligan over there. I feel like it's, you know, to drive the bad spirits away. So I think it'd be really funny if, like, the early tricks were like, oh, we cleaned up the entire street. <laughs> oh, so mischievous. Yes, can you believe our misconduct? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's like the original April Fool's Day, where it's just like, you get one day. This is like their purge. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. It's like all the things. Tonight you can run around the town square nude. Yeah. (laughs) So there was a Pope, Boniface, uh, I want to say maybe it's the fourth or the sixth, when the I comes before the V. Wait, Pope? So what's boner face. Yeah, boner face. Boner face? Yeah, boner face. Oh, bonin face? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> there's no way there's a name boner face. B O N I F A C E. Bonifaci? Probably. Like beneficent? Beneficent. So no, beneficent? It's, it's Italian. It's Italian. So beneficent. Beneficent. No, 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 the used to pronounce the ch. So it would be like Boniface. 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 Go on. Boniface. My name is Boniface. He's like the fourth or the sixth. So like there was a lot of them that had, oh, yeah. to, had to like deal with this name. Yeah. Uh, he established the first of all um, mar- Martyrs Day in honor of the Christian martyrs. <laughs> sure. I'm still laughing about boner <laughs> And then Pope Gregory III expanded it to all the saints as well and removed the date from the 13th of May to the 1st of November and called it Saints or All Hallows Day in... 1000 AD. Okay. Uh, the church would dedicate the a day, the 2nd of November, to honor the dead, which is called All Souls Day. Eventually, the night before the 1st of November was called All Hallows Eve, and later what is nowadays known as Halloween. Okay. All in the name of taking power away from the pagan holiday. All from mm-hmm. this uh, Pope Gregory? Bonerface was a big part. He was Bonerface started. Yeah. started. He started the movement. Yeah. What a legend. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad how the crass jokes really just <laughs> tickle the bone. You know, there's a reason Adam Sandler still releasing number one movies. Because he's on a Netflix. genius. <laughs> Adam, I will work with you any day. Yeah, yeah. Same. Hire Thank any you. of us. Same. Trick or treating has been a long central feature of Halloween. Wearing costumes and demanding treats can also be traced to the Celtic period and the first few centuries of the Christian era when food and drink were left out to place wandering souls, fairies, witches, and demons. So they just left shit out? Yeah, they knew all those spirits were real and they would leave little things out for them. And then probably hungry people were just nicking them. Well, as centuries wore on, people began dressing up like the creatures and then performing antics in exchange for the food and drink. Oh, okay. And then by the Middle Ages, masked uh, solicitations were associated with All Souls Day and other holidays in countries influenced by Catholicism. Mm. And it seems like people were really hanging out a lot more back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> back just last year. <laughs> So we have a naysayer, folklorist Tad Tuleja. Tad. Tuleja. Tuleja. One of those. Yeah, Tad Tuleju. <laughs> Trick or treating did not descend directly from those traditions. Okay. He says. Oh. <laughs> 
What an asshole this Tad is. <laughs> he's, he's a naysayer. That's why he's got a, he's got a nay. Yeah. So his account, uh, the practice as we know it in the United States, is largely a product of an effort by local governments and businesses in the 1930s and 40s to promote an alternative uh, to promote an alternative to pranking and the rowdier aspects of Halloween. Okay. okay. That makes sense. And then trick-or-treating has gradually replaced uh, buggy stealing as the appropriate way for children to enjoy the holidays, he writes. Buggy stealing. So back in the day, they were just all about the mischief. They, they were, were just carjacking, buggies. essentially. Yeah, exactly. At, going for joy rides. And then uh, <laughs> they were like, we'll hop you up on some candy. That's yeah. what we'll do. You just eat some candy and you settle down. No more buggy stealing. Even though, obviously, it didn't work at all. Because kids still do shit today. Sure, they're not stealing cars. <laughs> Certainly you not. How do you know? <laughs> I, I, there are car thefts Thank on you. Halloween. Thank you. Yes, but <laughs> now it's not the norm. You don't think, oh, it's Halloween, we're going to jack some cars. It's true. Yeah, it's like egging a house yeah, or TV. throwing. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You get so jacked up on sugar that you crash and you just fall asleep and you don't have mm-hmm. the energy. Like, you know, you you use that sugar energy getting the candy and like running around door to door and then you just crash out. But it also is something that kids, you know, much younger, much too young to steal a car can actually now pull pranks. What are you pranks. talking about? You never watch Newsies? Those damn scamps? Those damn scamps. Those scamps on Newsies? I've seen Newsies, yes. <laughs> I feel like they would steal a bug. <laughs> just, just the characters in Newsies. Yeah, they definitely steal they're a just, They don't steal a, a car in that show at all. No, but I yeah. can see them doing okay. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. I wouldn't put it past them. those little scamps. Yeah. Sure, yeah. There's a lot of Dennis the Menaces. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> early descriptions of Halloween in the United States generally don't even reference any activities that resemble knocking door to door asking for treats. But the practice became ubiquitous. You, ubiquitous. Know, yes. In the post-World War II years after the lifting of sugar rations and as well as suburbanization made going from house to house easier than when people lived far away f- from their neighbors. Okay. Yeah, you hit up places near you. Yeah, <laughs> why not? I mean, I guess back in the day, you could like everyone was riding horses. You just hop on your horse, gallop over, see the neighbor, pick Ooh. up some soul bread. La di da, Tristan's ancestors had horses all over the place. Well, they were in Switzerland. There's like we had farm dirt everywhere. <laughs> we had dirt in the Highlands, and we just ate mushrooms because it was the only Hell thing yeah. they grew because it's so wet. I gotta imagine Swiss Swiss people ate tons of mushrooms with all the cow shit around. There's gotta be hella mushrooms. Yeah, but they were probably like super fancy mushrooms. These are like if you pick the wrong one, you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of makes you makes you hard, makes you wild, makes you Scottish. (laughs) You're gonna shoot your brains out, or you're gonna see God, (laughs) or both. Uh, so why the jack-o'-lantern? Ah. The tradition of carving jack-o'-lanterns was a particular and sinister story. Oh, Jesus. Amongst Celtic folklore stories, there is the tale of Jack, a farmer that tricked the devil and suffered the punishment of being stuck between heaven and hell. Mm. Uh, so he was given a turnip. A turnip? <laughs> yeah. He was given a turnip by the devil and then... He created a lantern to help guide his soul into the endless darkness of purgatory. Uh, the Celts believed that carving pumpkins or turnips, that's more likely turnips, I don't think they had pumpkins. So carving turnips and lining them would guide the lost souls home. So they technically, yeah, they technically use turnips because pumpkins is a, is a U.S. thing. Oh, so okay. pumpkins is strictly so, New World? Yeah, yeah turnips was the old school yeah in the, in the u.s they're like bigger's better these turnips are fucking hard to carve they're so goddamn small yeah, yeah you gotta buy big turnips. ass pumpkins yeah, yeah i mean there's pumpkins. leeway to fuck up with a big pumpkin pumpkins are all soft and easy to carve i can see where a turnip would be like no we're not, we're not doing that only the hard people carve turnips that's right <laughs> 
the true OGs. Yeah, the the true Kel- uh, Celts. Uh, so that's where like the whole carving the pumpkins and then putting lights in them, and then people would use them to like. Uh, yeah, I guess let people know that they're festive and partaking in the holiday or to help guide the spirits home, depending on how far back they they celebrate. So okay. it must have been those first colonists <laughs> of, like, Roanoke that, like, were okay, like, we yes, don't have turnips. Roanoke Halloween, we get <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't have turnips, but there's fucking pumpkins all over the place, so they were probably the first ones to carve pumpkins yeah i don't know where pumpkins come from are they a new world thing tristan just said wait where they come from (laughs) that's what the the internet said you said that's why people carve pumpkins is because they're easier than turnips turnips. no uh he was saying that they must have been turnips because they didn't have them in yeah like back in the day they used the turnips and then like once they got over here there was pumpkins and so they're like these are way better than turnips okay well, I mean, pumpkins are from Mexico. So, well, so they definitely know. aren't in England. Oh, so they, they didn't, uh, yeah, they, they didn't make it to, it would have been a long fucking time before Halloween was carving pumpkins, before that was like the norm. Exactly. So, yeah, it must have been a pretty recent as of like probably early 1800s. I just imagine the first guy who did it was like, oh my God. This is so much easier than these fucking <laughs> turnips. Check out my card of pumpkins, everyone! Right? <laughs> Stop with your turnip carving. Are you tired of pricking your fingers with turnip knives? <laughs> Try a pumpkin. You'll never go back. <laughs> the next thing on the list, why are black cats bad luck? Oh, no. I don't think they're bad. I was going to say they're not. (laughs) You you can't have one cross your path. I know the superstition, but... I mean, I agree that black cats are lovely animals. Yeah. Yeah. And that the Egyptians loved cats and that they believed cats could, uh, you know, were always between two worlds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why they got nine lives. Is it? (laughs) Research? Facts? That'll be for another mystery. Yeah. the thing I found was that black cat superstition dates back to the Dark Ages, uh, around the time of the witch hunt. Oh, uh, wait. So the Dark Ages are like, you know, the 300s, 400s AD. Or, but witch hunting, was that, I mean, was that taking Ages place? The Dark Ages is like a long time. Yeah, they no. Def- they definitely took, took witches place over. and would hunt them. Oh, I didn't even... In the Dark Ages? Okay. Sure. In the Dark Ages. <laughs> <laughs> ages were dark. Right? Dark I mean, I don't know. I just, I just know, like... Uh, it's a know. long period of time. Yeah, it's a long, long fucking time. But I, I, The Age of Darkness was long. Yes. <laughs> Fifth to the 15th century. Yeah. So, so we'll say the later part of yeah, the Dark okay. Ages. Towards, <laughs> towards the end, it was <laughs> almost dawn out. <laughs> It was almost the dawn. The age. darkness was breaking. Okay, well, what's the deal with these poor cats? So, loner women were often the target of witchcraft accusations, mm-hmm. and the pet cats were associated with the devil's physical presence on earth, spreading bad luck. So, so you know, just the fear of entitled white men, basically. Basically, there's some single ladies whose husband died or something, and they were like, I'm lonely, I'm gonna get myself a cat. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, Witch! Yep. Okay. Exactly. Got it. <laughs> so don't hate on black cats. They just are giving love to lonely people. Yeah, for sure. sure. You know, if you're in Middle Ages England, maybe not. Don't get a black one. <laughs> get whatever color you want. I mean, if it's going to cause harm to you and your family, <laughs> pick yeah. a tabby colored one. Jeez. <laughs> oh. They need love too, you know. Don't be afraid. Don't jump. Uh, choose based on fear. If I, I want to reiterate that I'm speaking to people living in the, dark <laughs> the Middle Ages. ages. Yes. <laughs> if I've learned anything from the Looney Tunes, is that you can get like a little bit of white paint and put a stripe down the yeah. cat's back, Don't and people will think it's a skunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then nobody will want to be around you. Yeah. yeah, right. I'm sure they would use like natural paint back in the Dark Ages, like just like ground up seashell or yeah, something. That's actually probably true. <laughs> 
Yeah, there you go. Problem solved. People <laughs> do have skunks as pets, though. Yeah. Oh, wow. They yeah. only spray when they're scared. Yeah. Well, that, and you can also get their snake glands removed. Don't do that, though. <laughs> I'm not pro removing anything. But just you're going to have a fucking skunk around, and then all of a sudden an earthquake happens, and now all your shit smells like skunk. <laughs> yeah, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> that would be rough. A mailman comes knocking on your door, your skunk's spraying all over the place. What's wow. the point in having a skunk if, if you're not going to... Let, Let it be spray a skunk there. self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get used to the fact that your shit's gonna smell like I skunk. would imagine after a certain amount of time, you don't smell it. That's like you're, true. The sense of yeah. that smell is just dead. But then everybody else does. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> then you're just a lonely woman with your skunk. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a lonely woman and you want to stay lonely, yeah. skunk. <laughs> oh, Maybe man. that skunk will give you more love and cuddles sure. and make you feel better than any human. I mean, I'm all for skunk love. Yeah, Pepe. Pro yeah. skunk. Pepe Le Pew. Sure. A little aggressive, but a nice guy. He, uh, he's definitely rapey. Yeah, he's got a little rape vibe. <laughs> Who does? Pepe, Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. Yeah, not, con not condoning the way he went about it. Sure, no. You know, he just had a big heart. <laughs> Halloween is a holiday that is celebrated all around the world in several different and particular ways marked by the culture of each particular place mm -hmm. <clears throat> as our well-educated members of the team have already said <laughs> in mexico traditions celebrate Dia, Dia de los Muertos. Oh, sorry. I don't know. I was being conducted. Do it again. Do it again. Give me one more take. I just need one more take. He's two take calm. As our brilliant uh, host have said, <laughs> I don't remember what I said. In Mexico, traditions celebrate Dia de los Muertos. Yes, highly Nailed educated. It. Those guys. The Day of the Dead. I took a couple Spanish classes. Uh, so on the 1st and 2nd of November, families and friends reunite to build altars, share their food and photos to celebrate and remember the deceased loved ones. Mm -hmm. They also have take parades mm -hmm. and dance around and, you know, you've seen it. Yeah, I, I've, uh, yeah I've seen Coco. I haven't really actually been to a Dio de los Mortes celebration, de celebration yeah. in the streets or anything. I know they have them i guess i mean here? to do it like i feel like if you're not in mexico yeah know, i mean you could probably get a similar experience in some neighborhoods of southern california that's what i'm like, wondering yeah and i think they there. actually like flock to the cemeteries and like really mm -hmm. flood the cemeteries and people dress up to go to visit their they basically have like a full-on like family reunion slash barbecue at the grave site yeah and like there's parades and there's parties and everything yeah i know that they expect. were doing that at the hollywood forever cemetery yeah um yeah Brian, way back when when things were open brian who's been on this show uh he and his wife would go to i think they went to that and oh, nice. paint their faces and do it up <laughs> I really like that, you know, it kind of like steers society in a way that's like not to fear death completely, I guess. Like, yeah, it's a better sure. way to live life, not fearing death at every turn. <laughs> <laughs> I think all of us want to make a mark on the world and that's an easy way to see it, I suppose. Mm -hmm. At the very least, they'll come and have a barbecue with you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. More food. <laughs> <laughs> and making ribs. Good kids. <laughs> in Austria, from the 30th of October to the 8th of November, people leave food, water, and lamps on a table for at the nighttime as a way to welcome the souls that rise on the first night. Okay. Yeah. You set a place at the table for them. That's yep. nice. Uh, yeah. yep. <laughs> uh, the ancient Greeks held a three-day festival at the beginning of spring around March 1st called uh, Anthony. Anthesteria, Anthesteria, huh. uh, which modern scholars consider the equivalent of All Souls Day. Over time, once the god Dionysus had become prominent, it also became the wine festival because uh, the second fermentation of the wine was complete and the new vintage was ready to drink. So oh, nice. you done drink it. Oh, okay. when's, that's 2nd uh, of November-ish? No, that's 
they do this around March 1st. Oh, March 1st is But when... it's relevant because the actual rituals of the Anthesteria reveal that the festival was more ancient and was more concerned with the underworld spirits, specifically those of the dead. Okay. Uh, the Romans had a similar festival devoted to the day called Lumeria. Mm -hmm. uh, like the Greek Anthesteria and Alo... <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> yeah, boner face the holiday. Yeah. <laughs> it was celebrated over three days, in this case, March 9th, 11th, and 13th, <coughs> skipping the even days, which the Romans would consider unlucky. Uh, according to the myth told and perhaps invented by Ovid in the Fasti, after Romulus laid the remains of Remus in his tomb. <laughs> okay. The yeah. latter's ghost visited Faustulus and Aka, who had adopted the raised who had adopted and raised the brothers, and then asked them to have Romulus set aside a holiday in his honor. Okay. So Romulus also appeased his brother's spirit and called the holiday Remeria. Uh, the name was later changed to Lumeria because the L is a smooth letter that is easier to pronounce. <laughs> wow. Well, this, they just this changed is... it because they're like, ah, it's hard to say. Uh, I'm lazy. <laughs> so basically, Halloween goes back as far as Roman society's origins and yeah. potentially further back to Greek. Apparently, the fact is the holiday is named after the shades of the restless dead called Lemures. Okay. And then I think I might have said this earlier, but in the U.S. after the war, during the Great Depression, there wasn't really like a whole lot of trick-or-treating because there was like sugar restrictions and stuff. Sure. So after that, trick-or-treating would come back with a bang, quickly becoming a, a standard tradition among children across the U.S. because candy companies booming with... Uh, Booming by capitalizing on the ritual, launching commercial advertising campaigns specifically aimed at the strange holiday. Sure. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You got to figure, you know, the Great Depression hits. Nobody can afford that shit. Dust Bowl's going through. Nobody can afford candy or it's anything like that. like sugar taxes happening and shit. Yeah. People and then, are going out California way. <laughs> <laughs> then you got the war and the war effort and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't we need until... your chocolate for our boys in blue. <laughs> That's right. That was the only thing that kept them happy up in those, uh, what do you call those manhole things? Uh, foxholes. <laughs> foxholes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the trench. Know. Trench. That's more trench World War yeah. One, though. But at any rate, it wasn't until everybody came back from the war, economy was booming, and then we started getting in, uh, introduced to like suburban homes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's probably right when Halloween, as we know it, really took place. Yeah, it makes sense. The for the 50s. first time. Yeah. And then you got TVs going into people's houses, mm -hmm. buying up all this candy kids just sitting in front of the tv yeah. marketing straight to them. i mean also if you believe that the government had something to do with like ramping up the idea of halloween and trick-or-treating to like stop the children from being hooligans like it's a great play to be a candy person at this time yeah. we've got too many carriages going missing in the night <laughs> <laughs> little timmy help master <laughs> what a scamp give him some candy he'll pass right out <laughs> Uh, so interestingly enough, today Americans spend over $8 billion during the Halloween season with costumes taking up about 36% of the revenue. Wow. Yeah. Uh, if the costumes take up that much, huh? I mean, people go all out. I mean, have you, dude, if you go costume shopping, that's like a normal costume shopping, you try to get yourself like a set or whatever, like any of those pieces where it comes in the bag, like a kit or whatever. Yeah. Minimum $60. Yeah, for sure. I mean, already I bought uh, several pumpkins and uh, a carving set. So, I mean, I'm out like 40 bucks or something at this point. <laughs> Falling into the man's trap, bro. I know. It's not, it was, that was pre-October. I'm already spending crazy. Yeah. I just yeah. need to go be I cool again. I haven't spent anything so far. Hmm. Good job, Colin. 
<laughs> yeah. Don't give it to the man. Yeah, damn the man. <laughs> <laughs> Make your own treats. <laughs> watched a ton of movies, though. Yeah, we have certainly watched a ton of movies. <laughs> a ton. Yeah. 34 to be in fact. Yeah. With that, you can pull off another tab of your Halloween October Advent calendar, mm. which should exist. I don't know why Christmas is the only one that gets an Advent calendar. There should this be one for all occasions. Point. Yep. I would buy one that was October 1st through 31st. And like you open each little box and it has like a little fun size candy. God. Yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> Just buy a bag of fun size candy and have one every day until. <laughs> Just like on. tape it to the calendar. <laughs> yeah. Make it's your own the same. It's the same. Well, as you enjoy that tasty Advent calendar treat that you've gotten out of your mythological Advent calendar for Halloween, <laughs> enjoy it. Remember the original traditions. Celebrate Samhain. Say hello to your ancestors. And light a pumpkin. Light a pumpkin. Light it. Light the way to the, for the souls. <laughs> yes. For High Mystery, the podcast, I am Tristan. I am Robert. I am calm. And have a happy Halloween. Cackle, cackle, cackle. That was good, right? New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash high mystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at High Mystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.